What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. What's going on, my friend? This episode of the show is brought to you by Bespoke Post. And how would you like a personally curated box of awesome sent to you every month? Well, that's what Bespoke Post does. They send unique and awesome manly items directly to you. I filled out their online quiz so they knew what kind of things that I liked and I didn't like. And then boom, my first box arrived the other day. Actually, you might have seen it because I posted it on Twitter and Instagram a super stylish weekender bag. But if I didn't like that, I could have swapped it out for a whiskey barrel aging kit, a hand carved knife, an outdoor hammock, or a grooming kit. The items change every month. They're all great though. I liked this so much that I signed my dad up for bespoke posts and it's perfect timing because Father's Day is only a month away. They're such great products for you or if you want to be really kind for any guy in your life. And best of all, you'll get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code BLUEWIRE at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com. The code is BLUEWIRE for 20% off your first box of awesome. It's Chrysomania, brother. That's a great question. Look at you, man, oh, with the powerful you. questions. <laughs> Woo! This is the Chris Van Vliet Show. Chris Van Vliet Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet! Welcome back to the Chris Van Vliet Show. I'm your host, Chris Van Vliet. Mm, it's French. Yeah, it's actually Dutch. But people are always like, oh, Van Vliet, right? Chris Van Vliet, you're from Canada. It must be French. It's Van Vliet. It's Dutch. I think many, many, many generations ago, I think that side of my family immigrated to North America in like 1651. Yeah, crazy, right? Before Canada, before America existed. So um, yes, Van Fleet. Um, and thank you for it's I'm always so blown away when I meet someone and they know how to pronounce my name. So thank you for one, taking the time to listen and to learn. But two, like that that the Dale Carnegie always says the sweetest sound is the sound of someone's name. So thank you for saying it correctly. This episode is brought to you by Bespoke Post, Bet Online, and Blue Chew. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE on all those websites to help support the Chris Van Vliet show. <laughs> I know you saw the title of this interview and you thought, hey, wasn't Vampiro just on the show like a few months ago? And you'd be right. Yeah, we had him on four months ago. In January, we had him on. It was a fascinating interview. So fast forward to last week, and I got a text from Vampiro, and he says, hey, bro, can I come back on your show? I said, of course. I'd love to. We we had such a great conversation the first time around, but I mean, didn't we talk about everything? Like it was just a few months ago. And he said, no, there's there's a bunch of stuff I want to talk about. There's a bunch of announcements I want to make. And he really, really wanted to do it. So I said, yeah, you know what? 
Let's actually do something special here. Let's make this a live interview so that fans can be part of this and fans can ask questions. So that's exactly what this is. This is a live Q&A we did on my YouTube channel and Facebook page. And thanks to the thousands of people who joined us live when this was happening. We had some technical difficulties and had to like rejoin. So thank you for being part of this on there. Although, although chances are, if you're listening to this now, you didn't listen to the live Q&A. Although maybe, maybe you wanted both. Maybe you wanted to watch it live and now, now listen to it. So, so thank you. And also thank you because we're getting so close to the thousand reviews on Apple Podcasts. Mm. We're now at 957 reviews. And as you know, the new goal is to hit a thousand reviews before the podcast anniversary on June 24th. We've got this. We've got this now. Yes. I do want to thank everyone for the birthday wishes on social media last week. My birthday was May 19th. And so many of you gave me the birthday present that I asked for, which was a review from your iPhone on Apple Podcasts. So thank you. You rock. And I'm going to keep reading one out on the show every single week to show you that I love you and I appreciate you and that we are in this thing together. This one is from Alex L 97 It says, in Great Britain. Mm. The title is brilliant. As a frequent podcast listener, I look for easy-to-follow content as I listen whilst working. That's how you know this is from the UK. Whilst working. I like that, Alex. Thank you. Chris makes it so easy to follow a conversation due to his clear and concise questions and banter. One of the best podcasts on iTunes. Well, thank you, Alex. Wow, that's very kind. Um, thank you for listening, however you're listening, wherever you're listening. I know I mention Apple Podcasts a lot, but that's only because that's the only place you can leave reviews. I know a lot of people listen on Spotify, and I think there's going to be a lot more Spotify listeners by the end of the year. I mean, did you see that news that Joe Rogan is making his show exclusive to Spotify? Yeah, that's that's incredible. And this is more incredible. After the news was announced, Spotify's market cap, their value for the company, went up by almost $4 billion. One little announcement, that, well, one huge announcement, but one announcement that Joe Rogan is taking his show to Spotify, $4 billion in their pocket. That's insane. It's also awesome as a whole for podcasting. And I'm so excited for what the future has to offer. And I've been saying this a lot lately. If you've heard any interviews where I've been interviewed, um, broadcasting is what I got into. You know, in 2005, that's where I started my career in radio and television. And broadcasting is what I started. It's what I studied in school with communication studies and my, uh, the degree that I have, uh, and the Bachelor of Arts that I have. But broadcasting doesn't really exist anymore. It's, it's, it's narrow casting now. It's niche casting. It used to be like the TVs, the radio stations would say, here's what's going to be on, you know, listen or not. Now it's like, if you want to listen to something specific, if you want to watch something specific, you can seek it out yourself. It's such a different time right now. And it's, ah, oh, I get so excited talking about this. Anyway, that was quite a tangent there. So let's get, let's get back to the matter at hand here. And if you listen to the last interview I did with Vampiro, he has a lot to say. He swore a lot, which he doesn't do here. He also called out Chris Jericho, um, and I think was trying to start something there with him. He explains it here. He talked about having Alzheimer's, and of course he went into his time in WCW and Lucha Underground. There, there was a lot, and if you haven't heard that one, I definitely recommend that you give it a listen. 
in this interview, in this Q&A, you can see that he's in a much different headspace, and he clarifies a lot of the comments that he made, and he offers up, you know, a few apologies here. So very, very interesting stuff. And thanks for bearing with my tangent there about Spotify and niche casting. It's just so exciting here. Uh, but let's get to this. It's round two, this time a live Q&A with Vampiro. Thank you to everyone who was uh, joining our first feed. We apologize for the technical difficulties. Thank you for still coming back and stop pretending you're frozen. That's not funny. That is not funny. You did a good job with it, didn't I? That was not funny. <laughs> well, welcome back to Vampira. Welcome back to everybody else. Um, yeah, and you, you were just starting to get into the good stuff here. Yeah. You got all the pleasantries out of the way. Yeah, um, and I apologize to everybody. And, and, and for those who stuck around, thank you. Uh, I, I was getting into, basically, I'll just continue on. And um, yeah, please. appreciate you giving me this opportunity. So of course. Uh, as I was talking about mental health and all that kind of stuff, um, in January, when we were talking, I was trying to think of what is it that I can do to, because to, I, I, I'm not accepting in me as the, why I dislike wrestling so much because I, I, it's given me my life. So yeah. I thought, let me, let me throw this out there and see if Chris Jericho reacts because I, at my age, at this stage in the game, if I'm not at AEW, it's for a reason. It's because they don't want me. They don't need me. And that's not a bad thing. That's just the way it is. I mean, I, I you know, uh, I'm nobody special. I've been in the industry for a long, long time. And I figured, let me let me throw it out there because what am I going to do? Well, you, you've got the best in the world. A lot of the the ex-alumni from Lucha Underground, for, for example, and, and the kids that are on top in AEW, they're the best right now, you know, and I'm, I can't fit in there. But... I could work a program that made sense with Chris because we're the same age. We're from the same place. We're from the same generation, the music, too many similarities. It just, you don't have to write it. It's already written. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to see the response and it was a great, great, great um, learning tool for me. It helped me with under, cause I was starting to study psychology then, and I was getting more advanced in my therapy and the response from, people and the response from him and a few others really helped me understand mental health. It really helped me understand psychology, the things I was learning, and it painted a very clear picture for me. Hmm. And, and um, I have no business doing what I did. You know, uh, Chris doesn't owe me anything. Nobody owes anybody anything in this industry, but I thought I'd take a shot at it and it backfired. Um, a lot of people wanted it. But it didn't make sense. And, and it didn't make sense to me after. It was like, why did I just do that? In what way did it backfire? Because I it, it, I was expecting it to... To have some momentum maybe and turn into something? Oh, make me excited. And it didn't. Okay. It, huh. it didn't at all. It was almost like, I hope they don't call. Did Jericho reach out to you? Not to me directly. But um, the message was pretty clear that it's it's not going to happen. Uh, and, and, and before I finish this, yeah. Okay. So when I, and then I, I did it a, about a week and a half ago again, but I, because somebody wrote me and, um, I use medicinal marijuana and when I'm waiting for it to kick in, I 
answer tweets or whatever because I'm killing time. Sure. And somebody said, "Hey, you're a, you're a you're a WWE alumni," and I'm like, "That's so crazy because I've never been there." Sorry. I didn't like that. Siri. Go. F- you know what? I'm not going to swear today. No swearing. Nope. On Twitter, someone had the over under at 60 f bombs yeah. during this live chat. I hope you took the. Um, I got st- st- stream stream. Um, anyways, so uh, I, I was I was you know getting into the groove and I was. Uh, I just turned my phone. I don't know what Siri's doing, jumping in. Yeah, on Siri, yes, Siri heard uh, heard her name somehow there. Not from me. Um, so, anyways, uh, I I was excited, you know, and I was and, and the the medicine was kicking in. So I, it was really to me, it's fun, and I forget this was another lesson. And I'll finish with Chris in a second. Sure. Um, and I'm like, I'm all over the video games because people create Vampiro and they play them on the WWE games. I think it's awesome. You know, it's just like that. Mm, you know what I mean? And and I'm all over the network because of WCW. And I said yeah. it just like that. Oh, my God. I am so happy that I'm not involved in pro wrestling right now because the fans. And it was like, excuse me, Mr. Vampiro. But who took And it's like, oh, Okay. I don't want to do this. <laughs> so, I, but I'm so blessed that I got to see the way people think. And I thought to myself, who am I to even insinuate or, or imagine that people would just accept me with open arms hmm. because it's a whole other generation. And, and I was reading some of the hate comments because I obviously read the good ones, but and the hate ones. And I'm trying to see where the, what are the people saying? Is there any substance to anything here so that it doesn't affect me or make me depressed or affect my mental health? Like, is any of this stuff personal or is it valid? And it's not. There's yeah. something about a character that they see on TV and they have every right to dislike that character. Yeah. And it was awesome because in that moment, I realized that I'm advancing in my therapy like crazy because I was able to separate for the first time Vampiro from Ian. My mm. whole life, I couldn't do that, but I did because I said they dislike Vampiro and it's not affecting me. It it helped me understand, wow, I'm not that guy anymore. Thank God. So it was an amazing experience. And, and a lot of fans are like, are you going to AEW? Are you going to WWE? I'm not going to either one of them because none of them want me. I don't belong there. It's not my thing. And I wouldn't embarrass the industry myself or bother anybody because I'm at a stage in my life right now that if I was going to do something in wrestling or yeah. or whatever, it would have to be impactful and would have to be worth it for me spiritually. And for me, a lot of people don't understand about pro wrestling. It's a very, very intense environment, and it really breaks you as a person. And the, the stress, the depression, the, the intensity, the, the, the nervousness, the competitiveness behind the scenes that goes on, it really, really is not something I want to bring back into my life. It's taken me 30 years to understand why I was so depressed and why I have these issues. Hmm. And I'm like, well, why do I do that then? Why would I even, why would I even entertain the idea? Of course. If any one of those companies or MLW, ROH, or, or Impact, or anybody in the world called me and said, hey, we think you can offer something to the product, I would be there. You wouldn't, they wouldn't even hang up the phone and I'd be knocking on their door. That's how much I love pro wrestling. Yeah. And it was because of this, I rediscovered my love for the business. So I'm going to finish with Chris 
and then I'm going to talk about Taya, and then I'm going to tell you what I'm doing in pro wrestling, and it's going to blow your mind. Okay. um, I'm happy to hear you're not done with pro wrestling. No, 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 no. And it was because of this, and it was because of this, and you have a big part in it, so thank you. Um, Okay. And I was like, also everybody that's watching right now, they played a big part of this too. Yes, they did. They they certainly did. And I'm, I'm, I'm so blessed. So I, I was like, Hey, I, I discovered something and I, and I grew as a person. So I was ecstatic. And then I was like, well, wait a second. These comments are still coming in. And I started reading them and I was like, man, Chris Jericho, it's true. The dude doesn't like me. <laughs> so I was like, I better find out why. And I've known Chris for pretty close to 30 years, but we've never been friends. Anybody in the wrestling business, you're not really their friend. You're acquaintances. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, and I'm a lone wolf kind of guy, and I've just never been friendly with anybody. I've got, I can count on my hand how many friends I have in wrestling that I call friends, and there's probably three, not five. Um, Who are they, by the way? I can't tell you that because I'm just going to get myself in trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't include me is what people would say. Uh, they'd say other things, but that's what I'm so I'm over it, man. But so I, I, I read, I tried to find out, I asked people close to Chris, Hey, can I have a conversation with this guy? Cause I, I, I don't feel right. This has, to, I, I, I need to understand his perspective on things because my perspective is distinct and that gives me a different mindset and I need to understand. And I, so I couldn't, nobody would help me or he wouldn't talk to me and that's cool. And I, then I finally read about it and, and, and he wrote about me in his book and he wrote some things and, and then I was reading an interview and he said, and, and his quote was that I can't take it if somebody calls me out for being a dick. So I can, I put two and two together and, and the guy is really upset about something that's obviously happened in Mexico. Whatever that is, when, when Chris was there, I had already been there for four years. So I was at 25 years old. Mm-hmm. I, was at, I was at Vampiro Mania at its peak. There was drug use. There was 30, 40 matches every two weeks. There was tons of girls. There was an excess of fame. There was everything who i was at that time was not who i am as a person and i'm not making excuses if i did anything or said anything to offend chris jericho that much much to this day he still lets it uh bother him or or he had to say something about it publicly boy did i ever do something wrong and chris if this gets back to you um, I have no idea what it was. I don't remember. I don't remember what I did this morning, and that's not an excuse, but I am 100% accountable for it. And I'd like to say to you, I'm very sorry. Um, I'm not asking you to be my friend. I'm not asking anything except you understand that I'm apologizing uh, because I don't know what it is. Uh, it, that guy is not who I am at the core of my being. And all of those external factors, I was a young man with no guidance and I was completely out of control like anybody else would be. It's not an excuse and I'm owning it. And I've left that in the past, that person, that version of of me years ago. And I'm so grateful for it. And I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to say sorry to you and to apologize to anybody else who I offended, because I'm certainly sure that I did. 
but I didn't do it on purpose. I'm not a mean person to say, I'm going to F this guy and ruin or derail his career. That, that, that's, believe me, there is nobody or nothing that is that important to me that I would do that. I know who I am. Vampiro was a, a magic moment in my life. Uh, I don't have a competitive bone in my body or a jealous bone in my body. Uh, my ego was was enormous. And I apologize to you. So I hope this gets back to him. Well, I, I know that it takes a big man and a very self-aware person to do what you just did. And I think that that's uh, really big of you to be able to be that self-aware enough to go, look, I've made mistakes. I'd like to own up to them. And that's what life is all about. It's about growing as a person. It, it, which is why I'm dedicating myself to the journey that you're about to hear about. So in saying that, uh, I need to apologize to Taya. You know, you all know to Taya. Uh, everybody knows Taya, right? Yeah, it's John okay. Morrison's wife, for those people that might not know. Huge yeah. star in Impact Wrestling. Um, I... The last thing about Chris Jericho, the young guys, and I said this on your last show, and I and I swear by it, the, the young guys coming up in this industry, I, I say in my seminars, you need to have more than one stream of income. You cannot count on wrestling at any level because you never know, right? Chris Jericho is a great template to use, to watch, to see what he's done. Um, I don't really know all of it, but I do know that he's excelled at using his stardom to open other doors. And I think that if you're modeling yourself after somebody business-wise in our industry today, he's the guy. And he's, yeah, he's the best. Yeah. I mean, TV host, mega, mega podcast. He has the cruise. He has everything he does with the merchandise ends up being successful. Of course, his rock band. Yeah. He's, uh, he's doing really well. Yeah. He, and, and God bless him. And, and it's awesome. And I hope it continues for as long as he wants to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, the same now. And then in the same interview, and this is what made me realize I'm getting better. And this is why I reached out to you. Cause I need, I've already apologized to her and to Johnny Mundo, but I need to do it again. But the way I'm going to do it, I've got to be very careful. And I hope after this, we can talk about ritual magic. And this is ritual magic right now. Okay. So everybody wants to know what is ritual magic? Is it demonic? No, no, no. This is ritual magic. So ritual magic basically is ma managing your energies and trying to bring light into your life and, 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 and um, leveling up to other frequencies and, and, and things spiritually with the universe. And I'm very, very much into that. I'm a practicing musician and this is what I do in my therapies and for my life coaching, this is exactly what I'm teaching. So everything that comes out of your mouth, sound, breathing, words, affects what's going to happen in your immediate future. Hmm. If you and I got into an argument right now, you'd feel very different about this conversation. But being that my tone of voice is calm, I'm not swearing, I look different, and things I'm saying are resonating, you're paying attention, and the, the relationship between you and I right now is distinct, yes? Yeah, sure. And, and same okay. with everybody that's watching this too. They're all dialed in. I hope so. And I'm waiting for the question. So sooner than later, we're going to answer those. Now, it said in her interview, and I know Taya, because I remember when she started. And I think that she is incredible. I think she is awesome. I think her story, her way she did it, um, I couldn't have done it. Even back when it was my turn. And she earned everything with her blood, sweat, and tears. 
and that's I just got so much respect for her the way her life has turned out and and she earned it and worked for it um but there was a situation where it's it's kind of infamous that that she had the belt stripped from her in AAA. Do you know about that? Yeah. Okay. It was brutal. And she was broken and she hated me. And she said something publicly and Johnny being, you know, the husband to be did the right thing and defended his woman. Mm -hmm. um, I am still to this day. It took me, it took me till I read that and I reached out to you and I was planning that how I was going to address this to understand it came clear to me my error and why it happened. This is what I need to say. So if Taya, gets, this gets back to Taya, you're, you are absolutely right. You are owed an apology, but not for the reasons you think. Now, in saying that, this is why ritual magic is so important because I need to be careful what I say so I do not provoke negative feedback in anybody, all right? So uh, she said, I said something on Twitter and I know how she talks. She moves her head like this, right? And then she said, then he said something on Facebook and he took it. And then she went on and on and on and on and on. And I was like, yeah, that's Taya. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with it. It was awesome. But then I really read what she said. And I'm like, oh, my God. She doesn't know what happened. Hmm. And I'm not here to say what happened. I'm here to accept responsibility for what happened. Uh, it was horrible what happened to her it really was and i didn't say something on twitter to provoke a fight and i didn't say something on facebook and then take it off and cower i apologized to her and johnny in person and, and according and well as far as i'm concerned this was put to rest way way back okay. evidently not and it's an infamous and, and it's and, and it's, this is what happened and i'm not going to get into details but i'm going to explain the situation and i'm going to own it all right now, at that time, I was the creative person and the talent relations person in Lucha Underground and AAA. So I was running both shows with the heads of the company. I was the babysitter. Okay. And the booker and all those kind of things. Yeah. But everybody thinks it was me. It's not me. Anybody who knows anything about AAA, there's one, two, three, four, five, six people that are the worst leaders in any business that I've ever been around. And I'm not insulting them as people. I'm just saying their 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 mentality and the way they do things is completely not not the way you should, which is why there's always major drama in pro wrestling, especially in Mexico. The same problems that were prevalent and then in AAA are the same reasons Lucha Underground is not here. Hmm. Why am I saying it like this? Because I, it, there's only four or five people involved. So if I say their name, there, there's no way to go here. It'll cause trouble and I will get feedback. And I, will, I, I don't want that drama in my life. I know who's responsible. When the, the, the AAA or anything, if you look at a pizza, right? Just imagine a, an extra large pizza. I do love pizza. So this is easy for me to imagine. Okay. But there's one sliver of onion on that pizza that has everything on it. Just a little piece in the corner. Yeah. That little piece in the corner doesn't dictate 
the flavor or the presentation yeah. or the meal. It's part of, it's that big. So the guy making the pizza is not going to focus on that onion only, right? He's doing a meal. Does that make sense? Yeah. So in wrestling, when, what I was commissioned to do was no foreigners, make money. I had a budget and I couldn't go over it. And I had to get the local guys over to bring the company back up economically. And I did that. Um, people will debate it, but I did it, period. But in saying that, when I, I was the guy to make the decisions, but I always had to go to a committee and present everything, get it checkmarked or X'd, and then I would go and do my job. But it was like, as an example, okay, well, why are you burying me? Why? I was told to go ask. They go and we didn't say anything. That's Vampiro's job. I said, wait a minute. You just told me to do this. And yeah, but that's your job. I said, then let me do it without asking you. Oh, no, no, no. You have to ask us. Then if I send somebody to you, back me up. So it's kind of like. Yeah. Was the issue that Taya was a, a foreigner? Is that Was that part of the issue? It, there were circumstances and information that got to the people I have to respond to. Okay. And the way they presented it to me was to sell me on, Hey, this has to happen. And I was like, this is going to go very bad. And they were like, say it like this, do it like that. And I said, I'm not doing anything like that. I'm going to tell the truth. And this was what I was told. If there is a problem, you will probably lose your job. And I said, then I'll lose my job. I was put into a position where that had to happen. Those were the orders. And I am not the owner of the company. I am an employee. And whether I agree or not with what went down and everybody who was involved, if it's get back and, and I don't even want to say where they're working now because you'll you'll know them like that. Because think about who was around me at that time. If you knew, then yes, those are the ones. In AAA. Yeah. So when it happened, it was like it, it was like who shot JFK? Well, you all did. It was Lee Harvey Oswald. No, it wasn't. It was the government, the mafia, the drug dealers, the Cuba. It was it was a whole bunch of people, and it was so dirty that when you tried to catch somebody, you couldn't. So Taya, you were wronged. You were wronged and it's, I'm responsible for it. So you want to take responsibility and also apologize to Taya for this. I've already done that, but I didn't do it publicly. And you know what? Her and, and, and John Morrison are, are, are special people. They're great. They're beautiful people. I, I, I love them both. I wish them the greatest success, but Taya is old, owed a public apology. I could pawn it off on all these other people and, and give a million excuses. I was the head of talent. I was the guy in control of the book. I'm the responsible one. Even though it, I didn't do it to hurt you, because I never would, not just you, but anybody. But if there was anybody who was responsible, that was my job. I was the head of the, that position. And uh, it's my fault. It's all me. And the other guys don't have balls or heart or, or, or a spine to stand up and admit, but I do. And you're great. I wish you nothing but the best. And forgive me. Forgive me for embarrassing you in front of the world. 
what what was it? What changed for you that made you want to take this path that you're on right now in your life? Because I was dying and I didn't want to die. So I started physically you know, dying. Excuse me? Physically dying? No, I was I was dying. I had two strokes and the Alzheimer's was getting really strong and the dementia was coming and and uh, my health was very bad. So I, I didn't think I was going to make it. Wow. So when I found special people who took an interest in saving my life, teaching me how to save my life, and I started on my journey, and I, I, the moment I started to practice and put into play what's making me better, um, things started to change instantly, and I, my mind started working again, my memory came back, and the person who I really am on the inside uh, is not the person I was presenting to anybody in public. I was, I was, I was d depressed. I don't think is the right word. It's not strong enough. Mm. And um, I just thought to myself, I don't want this life. I, I don't want to live like this. I, I'm, I'm better than this. I have amazing qualities, and there's a beautiful, beautiful world out there that I'm learning about. That I want to be in that world. So I said, stop pretending to yourself that you can go to AEW or WWE. They don't want you. If they wanted me, I'd be there. What else can I say? You've hurt people and you've embarrassed them. Own it and move on. So I'm owning it because I have moved on in a big way. And that's what's next. And then I'll take your questions. Do you want to say anything about what I've just done or can I keep going? I just want to commend you, you know, for being as open as you're being. I know you reached out to me because this was weighing really heavy on your heart and you wanted to get this out there. And, yeah. You know, and I do a lot of the comments. What's that? I wouldn't do it with anybody except you because I you didn't judge me. Appreciate that. I trust you and you're somebody and you're an influence and you influenced me to be a better person. And I also wanted to say thank you for you to that. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, thank you. Well, I want to thank you for being as open and honest as you've been and Everyone in the uh, comments is certainly appreciating your honesty here. So, well, where where do where does all this lead to for you it, now? It leads to this. What I'm going to talk about now, and then I want to okay. take. Questions. Um, so my therapy is working, uh, and I'm with a very special group of people. I, I don't have permission to say their last names because they asked me not to in public, but basically part of my team. Um, well, there's James, Doctor James, there's Gregory and Jackie, or husband and wife. Who are my family, my friends, my 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 parents, my kids, my brothers, my sisters, my my everything. They are my life, and they picked me up from death's bed, and they have brought me on this journey and and taught me these things. And I've been studying ritual magic for a while, but until I understood how to assemble the puzzle. The picture wasn't clear, but now it's extremely clear. And I think you can see that. You can hear it in my voice and the things I'm saying. So you're, you're a different man. This was just four months ago that we had our last conversation. Yeah. So this is how amazing the universe is. If you dominate your ego and you break the habit of being yourself, that is the key. So I've been working on that uh, all day, every day, seven days a week. And I'm on, um, and it opened my eyes and it was like, you know what? Even if WWE or AEW call, I, I don't want to go because 
I, I don't want the responsibility and the pressure that comes with being in a controlled environment because I, I suffered there because I didn't know how to handle it and I wasn't made for that. Hmm. And then I, I, I put some feelers out to some people and I, and I came up with some ideas for businesses. And, and I'm telling you, man, it's, uh, there's many businesses we can talk about them, but the big one in pro wrestling, um, I reached out to a, a good friend of mine, the CWE here in, in Winnipeg in Canada. And I said, Hey man, I know you do these long tours, but I want to get on your tour. Hmm. And he said, can you do the tour coming up? It's 27 dates or 24 dates, excuse me, in uh, October, November. And I said, book it. So I'm on that tour. To wrestle? Yeah, to wrestle. Oh. And one of my new businesses and one of the things I've been studying, but now I'm ready to do it because I can understand myself better and I like myself for the first time, is I'm a professional speaker in public, motivational or uh, ritual magic. And I'm... And I do a lot of work with the guardian angels, of course. And this journey, this spiritual enlightenment that I'm on, I found my place in pro wrestling. I'm a great coach. I'm a good motivator. The people know me in the dressing room, so they get excited being around a vet that pays attention and helps. I love doing seminars. I love teaching. Where else can I do all these things? Where else can I show up? help guys in the dressing room, be vampiro, do public speaking at night, um, do professional speaking at night, help kids in the neighborhood, in the community, well, on the indie scene. Mm, sure. So I reached out. So I got things going on in Canada. I got things going on in Quebec, um, which is part of Canada, excuse me. And then, of course, I, I talked I talked to my boy who owns the Monster Factory. I'm going to go down there for a residency. I've talked to other people. Um, I got Lucha Vos, which is in Phoenix. I'm going to be working hand in hand with that promotion. And of course, here's the big one. Um, Santino Brothers, Joey Chaos is a great friend of mine. He's had to close his school down and his whole operation because of the coronavirus, right? Mm -hmm. But me and Joey have been speaking and we are going to reopen the school. Santino Brothers, I'm going to be there with him almost every day as one of the trainers. We're going to continue with the shows. Um, there's a TV project involved attached to that. And our plan is, um, and from that, and so I'm relocating to Los Angeles to do that with Joey and Santino Brothers and everybody who's going to be around there. And, um, oh my God, I'm just too excited. Where are you? Uh, we have a project. The the Where is it? Oh man, I've, I'm so excited. And this is part of my, my problem, right? Dude, uh, <laughs> you there, man, because uh, I don't want to blow it. It'll but, come to you. It's all yeah. good. So the wrestling calendar, have you heard about that? No. The wrestlingcalendar.com. Okay. Basically what it is, is all of the indie workers and promoters and referees, TV people, ring crew, whatever, anybody who's involved in indie wrestling, we have a website now and it's completely 100% free of charge. There's no booking fees or nothing like that that you can send us your photo and your contact information and we will put you on our site where mm -hmm. anybody in the country or the world who wants to book you and doesn't know how to find you, they can just click on, they can go into the photo album and they can look at all the wrestlers that we have and they can get a hold of you directly, not even through us. We just want you to have access to this because I want to support independent wrestling in the indie scene and i want to get back out there so i got a list of 500 promoters in the united states that are going to be accessible every wrestler 
is welcome to join. If you think you're too good or too big for it, that's cool, man. I wish you the best of luck. But you got to send us your info. As long as you don't have a criminal record and you're not a pedophile or a sexual freak or anything like that or a drug problem, we're going to put you on the site and support you and help you get work. So calendar.com. Yeah. Well, and then out of that, I'm going to have a YouTube show. I'm going to have four YouTube shows, but this one is called Unearthing the Indies. You know, vampire unearthing dead bodies. I see what you did there. Yeah. So I have that. That's starting as soon as this interview goes up. Two days later, I do my first show on YouTube and everybody's going to see it. What I'm going to do, I have, uh, I got an RV, recreational vehicle. Yeah. I'm going on tour for five years. I'm going to be in that thing, traveling North America. I'm going to visit every indie promotion that wants me. Even if you don't, I'm showing up. All the car shows, all the Comic-Cons, all the punk shows. I'm going to wrestle. I'm going to speak. I'm going to work the merch booths. I'm going to hang out with people. I'm going to do seminars. I'm going to do public speaking. I'm going to do community service. I'm going to share with you what's making me a better person, which is this journey that I'm on. So how else can I get out to the masses? Yeah gotta be an indie guy so i got my rv this starts next month i'm going out there every town that i'm going to i'm going to also do my paranormal show there so if i go to salem to wrestle and do that i'm going to do if it's four things in one day or one thing every town i go to i'm going to be getting four shows out of it so i'm doing the paranormal stuff because if you have you heard of dread central i have not heard of dread central now what's that central.com is the largest horror engineer oriented movie website in the planet. It's big. And I'm going to be reviewing movies for them and I'm going to be doing exclusive content for them, possibly a horror oriented podcast on their website. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting into supporting independent theater, uh, independent movies, independent horror, independent anything. Aside from that, um, I've got, I'm working with, a, I'm going to start working with a record label in Los Angeles. They don't want me to mention their name right now because they're having a, a, a brand extension and I'm going to be on that brand because it's more hardcore and punk oriented. So I'm going to be in LA checking out the rockabilly bands and the punk bands and getting involved in that because this cool ass rockabilly hairdo doesn't do, I don't wake up. Well, actually I do wake up cool, but that's another story. <laughs> Have you heard of Suavecito? No. Dude, hang on. I'm really letting you down here. Wow. Yeah, you kind of suck today, dude. But that's not true. You're my boy. So, Suavecito is a group of dudes in California who went to high school together. And instead of getting into gangs and drugs and all that stuff, they came up with this idea to start a business. And Suavecito is the most badass hair pomade in the planet. <laughs> It's for rockabilly dudes. It's for anybody, but this is it, man. And it's a Latino thing, and I love it. But they come out every year with, with um, specialty jars like these two. Yeah. Uh, where's Boris Karloff, you know, Dracula and the bunny. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to have a Vampiro pomade. So I'm going to be supporting that. And they do a lot of car shows, a lot of rockabilly events and things like that. So if I'm not wrestling or I'm not speaking or I'm not doing this or that, I will be with music or the horror stuff. So I got a lot going on. Yeah. A lot going on. But all of this is for one reason and one reason only. Ah, forgive me. I have 
and this is going to drop on the weekend because there's a legal thing. Um, the people who are doing it uh, are important. So I got to wait until they get permission to say it publicly. But we have a graphic novel in the works, an extreme graphic novel, a vampiro graphic novel. And there's two new action figures coming out and a video game to go with that graphic novel. Wow. So I'm either going to be out with Dread Central because they are dope as F doing stuff in the horror community and comic cons with my stuff or their stuff, or I will be on the indie scene helping indie promoters, indie wrestlers become better at what they do. I'll give seminars. I will wrestle. I will work the merch stuff. And then at night, I'm going to be doing the professional speaking about how to become a better person. I'm going to be visiting the lower income communities, dealing with kids trying to get out of gangs, helping parents deal with their kids growing up in that environment. So I'm really, 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 really focused on this project of my journey. The last thing I'll drop on you before I take any questions is, uh, I can't say it because the network wants to announce it, but I have my own talk show. Um, and I just finished recording episode number six yesterday. We got 20 more to go for the rest of this year. Wow. So busy guy, dude. So AEW or WWE? No, 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 no. I'm an indie guy. I'm a punk rock kid. I got my band Vigilante that we're also going to throw out there on the road playing for all of you. If you like hardcore, stand back, dude, because Vigilante will knock you the F out. But with that, I'm going to also be doing my guardian angel stuff, which is basically I figured I'm going to be doing martial arts courses, anti-bullying for kids and for women that, that go through uh, unfortunate domestic violence. So my plate is full and you might say, how can you do all that? Well, it's because I am Vampiro and it's all Vampiro oriented. I will be in my RV and I will be in your hometown doing all of this. Are that you worried at all that COVID's going to get in the way of these plans to to travel, to do any of these indie shows, to do any of these events? Dude, I've been shot. I've been stabbed. I've been kidnapped. I was a drug addict. I've died nine times. The COVID virus doesn't mean a thing to me. You know what I'm saying? But if there, you know, if there's not gatherings that are happening, if, if indie shows aren't happening. You then know, I will be doing public speaking and I'll be doing my online stuff. It doesn't matter. It's right. getting better. I can't have anything negative. And what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? No, no, no. Let's go forward. Why? Because I am a mental health survivor and kids, men, women, all ages, all sexual orientations, all religious domination. I don't care. You can do whatever you want. As long as you have faith, you do the protocol, you follow the program that I'm going to give you. You can have the quality of life and reach your dreams very easily and I'm living proof and I want to get out there and say if you have a disability like I do it doesn't mean anything you can dominate it and beat it and I want to be an advocate for mental health and I'm going to get out there and show people that you can do it I think Vampiro is much more valuable doing that than worrying about hey um do I get to be on tv today Mr. Vince McMahon or AEW are you guys in a bad mood can I have a few more uh -uh. I have my world. I love everybody. I wish everybody the best, but I'm an indie guy, a punk rocker, and I'm a mental health survivor, and I got things to do and say, and I'm getting out there, brother. I 
need to take a quick time out to thank our sponsors for this episode. Up first, Bet Online. And there is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, and sports for you to get in on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24 7, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness style NFL simulation tournament that you can enter for free. And coming up next Sunday, Bet Online has ex Chicago Bulls Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges joining them to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling the final dance. Visit betonline.ag and use the promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all of the action. Bet Online, it's your online wagering solution. This episode's also brought to you by Blue Chew. And guys, are you looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Hmm. Get to bluechew.com. Bluechew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to a whole nother level. They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. Plus, you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. So here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order for free when you use the promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, B-L-U-E-Chew.com, and the promo code is BLUEWIRE. So we've mentioned a lot of links here. Is there one central place you want people to go so they can find out more information? Yeah, it's all, I mean, I, I'm like you, I subscribe to the same service and we can talk about that off the air because I'm not pleased with them. I'm glad that I saw them. We're good now. I think we had some technical issues earlier, but we're good now. I'm going to do in Spanish and English a webinar this weekend. And I'm going to explain all of this stuff with the links, with everything. Because it's an interactive site. My project is interactive. We're going to be doing live meditations every day. We're going to have question and answers. We're going to be doing, oh, and I'm a chef, by the way. I didn't mention that. See, brain damage. And I just got another diploma because I graduated from Forks and Knives. If you don't know who they are and you're in the vegan world, Forks and Knives are the bomb documentaries. They got books out. They're the greatest plant-based cooking program in the planet. So I'm going to be doing a cooking show on how to cure yourself through food. Hmm. So this is on your website. Is this the best place for people to go? Uh, Facebook right now is Vampiro. Vampiro has got a blue check. You know, it's me Yep. because this is too much. I can't give you 20 links right now. I'm going to do this webinar. You're going to see each one. You're going to be able to follow it. Vampiro TV is my YouTube channel. I took all the videos down until I did this interview. So now starting fresh. Clear, starting fresh. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Well, let's dive into some questions here. We got, you know, about half an hour here. I'm going to take this full screen here and uh, we can start to get uh, all the questions coming in here. Are you like Thank proud? you to everyone who's been watching. Are you like, are you like impressed or proud or something? Give me some love, dude. What's the matter with you? I'm, I'm super proud of you. I'm, I'm proud of how far you've come and how self-aware you are. 
uh, in, in all of this. And I know that everybody watching this and everybody's commenting right now are leaving such great comments about you. So I'm proud of you, brother. Thank you. I'm we got a lot of questions coming in here. Um, they're going to be all over the map here. So this will be fun. Um, Robert wants to know, how did the misfits get involved with you in WCW? Um, I was a fan and, uh, my doctor. Um, um, I was a fan and I was trying to figure out something cool to do. And I basically suggested to WCW, why don't I play live with a band on stage that looks like me and then go to the ring? No one's ever done that. And they were like, Oh my God, can you do that? Yeah. I said, hang on that Monday. We were doing Monday nitro in Minneapolis. Misfits were playing. I'd been talking to them over the, on the phone for about a month about the whole thing. We just met. I brought them into the arena. They were at 9am. They were misfitted out. And uh, everybody was like, what's that? And I was like, well, these are the guys I told you about. And I was like, can they fight? And I said, probably. And uh, they said, well, uh, let's go. And we started that night. And that's how it happened. Just like right. that. Wow. Yeah. King Blingbla says, what were your thoughts on Wrestling Society X when you first heard about it? Well, filming the show. And what do you think after it happened and over 10 years later? So what did you think at first? What do you think during it? And what do you think now? Um. I don't think I appreciated it then because I didn't know about it. I, 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 I love Kevin Kleinrock and he's the guy who made it happen. And he was like, Hey, I got this project. Can you, can you come? And I was like, okay. And I got there and he was like, I need you to do this. And I was like, all right. And I was like, what's going on? He goes, well, and I, and I was like, why didn't you tell me <laughs> I really so much? And when I was, I, I was extremely extremely blessed to be part of that. That was the launching point for a change in pro wrestling. A lot of guys came out of that, but that was the one, you know, ECW is known as the hardcore promotion, but think about the things that they did. It was, it was crazy. I, 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 I think wrestling society X really laid the groundwork for Lucha underground, which also helped to lay the groundwork for oh, AEW. 100%. 100%. There's no doubt about it. Think. <laughs> hello. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm proud to be have been a part of it for sure. We got a lot of questions here, guys. So please keep 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 these coming in. And uh, this has been great. I'm I'm so glad. And thank you for bearing with us through everything, Vamp. I'm. It's all good. I'm just grateful to be here, man. This is an interesting one from Michael Vasquez, who says, "Who do you think has an underrated mind in pro wrestling?" I wouldn't even know how, what that means. Like who has a great wrestling mind that nobody talks about? I I, I couldn't tell you. Maybe I Vampiro. I, I I don't think so. You don't I'm, think you have a great mind for wrestling? I I have a great mind for provoking reactions. I don't know if that means it has. I understand fight sequences. I understand. Uh, I understand how to make pro wrestling matches pop. I, I understand that because I was taught. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Is everything okay over there? Yeah. Um, my sister has the virus. so I'm just, What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does she live in Canada too? Yeah. Well, is she okay? Uh, no, she's not. She's not, but... Um, I was getting messages from the doctor. Um, 
but she's in a fight and she's a fighter. So got to be positive, right? My daughter had it. My sister has it. Oh my gosh. My daughter came out. Okay. She's had it twice. Um, Are you okay? Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm more like the pillar, right? My mom, because my, my sister's been tested positive three times in a row. So she's been sick for like six or seven weeks. And wow. it's, and plus she has uh, some cancer stuff going on. So it's, it's not good. It's not good, yeah. but praying on positive. You mentioned wrestling calendar earlier, and they actually put this in the chat to remind everyone. Vampiro's Unearthed the Indies Tour is coming to a town near you. Lucha Vaz Wrestling in El Paso, Texas on July 19th. Stay tuned for more dates. That sounds good? Yeah, so I'm just answering the doctor. Yes, now that site that they just told you about, please, yeah. if you want people to know you, and you want so another thing that I'm going to do in that site is anybody, even if you think you're nobody, to me you're somebody. I'm going to interview you on my YouTube show. That's another thing we're going to do. So we're going to pick, like I, I, I'm going to help you get noticed. So I'm going to interview these young men and women coming up yeah. and just get their faces out there. So don't sleep on this because it, it's going down now. Yeah. Um, Kyle says Vampiro in his prime versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt. What do you think about that match? I don't know. Um, I mean, you both have, you know, dark, mysterious characters. I think that it could be an interesting match. Um, I think, I think that uh, it's two different things completely. I, 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 I don't know if I would give him a good match. if it was on the indie circuit or under uh, in a situation where we could go and it wasn't dictated. When you work with, with bigger TV companies, you're, you're, it's dictated to you, you know? So even though it's rocking and you're, it's great to be there and it's a beautiful thing, you're not as free as you would be if you were somewhere else because you have to, you know, there's TV times, there's orders, you have a creative team and there's agents and it's difficult. So if we were able to go with a hot crowd, yeah. it would probably be rock. Yeah. If I had to go into his world, I don't know if I would give him what he deserves. Hmm. My heart goes out to you and your family with what's going on with COVID. And thank you. you know, thoughts and prayers to every, you know, to everyone in your family that's affected by this, including you. You know, you don't have it, but you're still affected by the fact that your family members have this. So I'm I'm very sorry to hear this. I but you know, at the same time, if you let the hype dictate the future, then of course, uh, one of the big things. Sorry, I, 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 I like. Can't I, mess up the hair, man. Yeah, I don't know. I'll do mine too here. Um, part of the ritual magic is is there's your body. You, you speak to the universe. You speak to the quantum field. This is things that most people don't understand. So if your mind sends out a message to the quantum field and the quantum field responds to you because you're calling it, you start getting things from the universe. But if your body is not in line with your mind and your body reacts a different way than you're thinking, hmm. what, what energy is going to come to you is something negative. Yeah. So if you're sitting there watching all this stuff on TV and letting the hype get to you and you're hoping and hoping it's going to get better and then you get angry, you receive an, a negative thought or a negative response. I would rather not buy into that. Thank you for saying that you sympathize and all that kind of stuff. But I'm look, take your gloves off, make a fist, and get into the fight because you can beat this. Anybody can beat it. So I'm 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 I know my sister, she's kind of a bitch. 
And so, meaning that she's just going to fight, which is oh. good. So that's why I'm not sweating it. Cause I know, I know she ain't going down. You know what I mean? It's hard yeah. because I see how people are affected around, right? My mom, my other sister, and it's, and it's very tough, man, but I, I know she's going to beat it. Tyrese McDonald asks, do you see any triple A guys in WWE in the near future? There's one coming. Um, but no, no, no real breakout stars there. No. Hmm. No. This is just a nice comment here from MRD2L who says, no question. Awesome interview though. And unexpectedly motivational. We'll check out Vamp's show and my best to his sister. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's very kind. Ben Cliff wants to know which wrestler do you wish you had wrestled in your career that you never got to wrestle? And the second part here is, I think a lot of people talk about you versus Undertaker being a great match if you guys were able to do that match. I was just happy to, to be involved. I wrestled everybody. I, I, I never had a, I never wanted to wrestle somebody i wanted to wrestle in different places i, I wrestled the place i i've ever wanted to wrestle um i get more out of wrestling a new person and letting them get excited about being with somebody because you know the fame it's not real right but they look at vampiro as somebody who's done something True. so when i get to go in the ring and uh I, I get to see the emotion because I know the person's his, his girlfriend, his mom is there and they're, they're all, you know, I usually 99.9% .9 of the time change the finish in the ring. And I, when, when there's a false finish and they pin me, I, I, I tell the ref, you know, when I tell you, you know, do the quick count and I, and I hold them and I let them beat me and they can't, because they don't want to do it. They don't believe it. And they can't, they, they, they don't, you know, it's an insult. They know you're bad. Look, it's all bullshit. And it means so much to me to see what that does for somebody. So, yeah, of course, I'd love to wrestle The Undertaker just for ego's sake. Of course, why not? How, yeah. how, how could anybody say they wouldn't, right? Yeah. But right. Um, I would rather a guy from Kentucky say, hey, my little brother's breaking in. We're doing shows. He's been around. He needs a That would mean everything to me. That would mean everything to me. Yeah. Help somebody new. I think there's, and we've seen this in the chat here a few times, uh, there's a lot of comparisons with Darby Allen to you or Darby Allen to Sting because of the face paint. What are your thoughts on Darby Allen? I met him once. I'm aware of him. And when I, when I first heard his name, I was like, okay. You know, he's obviously a fan of punk rock. I don't know if, if anybody can read through the the... the the name, there's a meaning to the name, right? You know, Darby Crash and um, the singer from the Germs, right? And yeah. GG1. So Darby Allen, right? I thought it was pretty cool. And I was like, who is this guy? And uh, I only hope that Darby Allen gets paid. And I only hope that the company realizes that this young man, like all of them, is putting his body on the line in an extreme way. Yes. That I, I'm Darby or anybody else. You're talking to one of the originators of hardcore insanity in the ring. Uh, I'm paying for it a lot. 
I almost lost my life. I almost lost my daughter because I couldn't remember who she was. I lost my marriage. I lost everything. Hmm. But I would do it all over again because that's who we are. But I hope the company compensates him because he is doing that for the love of this game. And if he can get paid, he deserves it. Hmm. Rao Sato says, what's your advice for up and coming pro wrestlers? Uh Uh-oh, did we lose? Oh no, did we crap out here again? Did we lose Vampiro again? He's back. He is back. Dude, I don't I don't know. Sorry. It's okay. We got about uh, 10 more minutes here so we oh. can keep answering some yeah. questions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um but is the response is good? Are people happy? People are very happy. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um when you made the pizza reference, we had a lot of people in the comments asking what your favorite type of pizza is. And I know that you're that was an analogy, but they do want to bring it around here and ask you about pizza. Well, before when I wasn't a vegan, it was a Papa John's with everything. I'm telling you right now, that was the deal. But I've been a vegan for about six years. So now I, it's boring, you know, cheeseless pizzas. And yeah, so. You could have vegan cheese pizza, right? Vegan cheese sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you're being, if you're being a thousand percent honest here, what meat do you miss the most? Or what food do you miss the most since becoming vegan? I don't, I, I'm I'm so into it that I, I don't miss any of it. You know, I mean, I don't, I really don't. I don't, I love the, I, I, I'm, I cook my, I cook and I, I love it every now and then every, like every six months or whatever, I, I, I go off on sushi and I just do my okay. thing. I love Fair sushi. Enough. Oh man. I, I, I cook everything every day fresh and uh, I don't miss any of it. None of you it. You don't miss eating chicken wings or something like that. God, no, no, huh. no, none of it. Don't miss it at all. Um, Ben asks, was Vampiro ever asked to be in any of the dark side of the ring episodes? No. And I'd say, no, I wouldn't do it. Really? You wouldn't want to be part of it. No. And, uh, I was there for a lot of those things. Yeah. Hey, you were, uh, I'm all, this is that you can't, uh, I read a great thing today. You can't surf on a wave that passed yesterday. I, it doesn't mean anything to me. And all these people rehashing and commentating and all these old wrestlers hanging on to their fame and they're so opinionated and everything's bad. It's like, man, I love life. I love light. I love God. I love people. I love getting better. I, 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 I don't want to talk about that stuff, man. It's got nothing to do with who I am today. I, it doesn't interest me. It doesn't even, I'm sorry it happened, but it happened. And it's not like, like, uh, Dino Bravo. I worked, that's where I started in that company. I was there. I I wasn't there. I was there, hmm. right? I was there when that went down. And uh, I was a 15-year-old kid. And it's like, oh, my God, yeah, poor Dino Bravo. But what did Dino Bravo do to put him in that position? Hmm. I, I don't want any of that in my life. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. It's just, it's, it doesn't mean anything. It's, what is anybody going to get out of that? Except, did you hear what he said? Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Well, what's your morning routine look like? What do you do to get yourself ready to be in the frame of mind that you're in now? I get up at 1.30 in the morning. No. Every day. I meditate. 
I have a self, a very strong self-talk. Um, I read what I wrote the night before for my day today. Uh, I do my workout, body weight, and then I go straight to school, which is online. I study for four hours. Right after that, I do my 10-mile walk because I'm preparing. I don't, you don't speak Spanish, but Camino de Santiago. It's a, it's a religious pilgrimage in Spain. It's a 500-mile walk. It's a very Yeah, strange. yeah. I'm aware of it, yeah. So um, I'm preparing for that. We were supposed, I was supposed to be doing it now, but the virus. So as soon as the, the borders are open, there. And uh, so I do that. I come back. I, I do my the, the cooking, vegan stuff for the day because I, I, I fast. And then from 12 noon till 6 at night is when I consume the two meals. It's a very strict pilgrim diet because in Spain, I'm going to have breakfast and I'm going to have a piece of bread and ham at night because that's all there is available. So I've been on that diet for about six months. It, twice, that's it. I have a Spanish omelet in the morning, a vegan style, of course. And then I have a piece of bread with a small piece of dried ham at night because I don't want to be on this walk and not appreciate who came before me and why it even exists. I want the pain and suffering 100%. And um, I do that. Once I do that, I spend some time with my mom and uh, I deal with my daughter's life issues, which is quite a bit for a 19-year-old girl. And then I study my music. If you're waking up at 1.30 in the morning, what time do you go to bed? 7 p.m. Wow. Why, why so? That is very early. Is there a specific reason you wake up at 1.30? Yeah, I've always done that. It's a vampire thing, you know, psychological. Plus, uh, because of the, the trauma and the, the, the things that I have wrong with me, when I take my supplements, because I a lot of supplements to activate the brain and and to get the blood flow going and I do the spirituality and, and, you know, I have, I, I set my pyramid up, I sit inside my pyramid and I meditate and I, and I do the, the yoga stuff. My I'm alive. My brain works. That's when I'm the most creative when everybody else is sleeping and I, it's dark and I, I'm awake, almost like a protector. And uh, that's when I, I get it all done. And then in the day I deal with life. Wow. We were getting to this question right before we got cut out there. Um, what's your advice for upcoming pro wrestlers or someone that wants to do commentary maybe? Study, ask questions, listen, don't opinionate, um, don't judge, uh, don't get involved in gossip, don't take criticism negatively, you're playing a role, and don't forget your family girlfriend, boyfriend, mom, dad, brother, sister, anybody who supports you in the beginning, because those are the ones that are going to be there at the end. So if you do get a break and make it, don't forget where you came from. Keep your feet on the ground and understand doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who you are. It's not about you. It's not going to last. Enjoy it. Save your money and prepare for the future. Have a different stream of income. Be a realist. Hmm. What do you think would have happened to the Vampiro character if WCW hadn't gone bankrupt? Or got probably, bought out, I should say. I'd probably be dead. Be dead. Be dead. I'd be dead by now. Yeah. Why? What, what do you mean? Because of the lifestyle I lived, the injuries that I had, uh, the, the, the things that caused like the broken necks and all that and the arthritis and things, that, that's going to happen to every wrestler. But my main, the, the thing that started the trauma, the, the major concussion, the broken neck, and the start of the Alzheimer's, PTSD, um, what's the other one when you shake? What do you call it? Parkinson's? Yep. Um, 
it started in WCW from some of the things that I did. So I was consuming, uh, it was like a, a, a jar of jelly beans, pain pills, and I would get sleeping pills and I would, and I would go to the ring, come out, do it all over again, go to bed, wow. wake up. So I, I, I'd be dead. There's no doubt about it. I'd be dead. So we got like about five minutes left here. I got to head out to an appointment. Is there anything that you want to get off your chest? Anything you want to plug? Questions, man. Keep them coming. Okay. Three more. Three more. Okay. That's a universal magical number. Three. three <laughs> I'm interested to hear what you think about this. What do you think about Vince McMahon's XFL bankruptcy? Ah, oh, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame because uh, it's something he believes in, something he wanted to do. And uh, I really wish that anybody who, who becomes uh, an entrepreneur to chase their dream, doesn't matter how successful you are anywhere else. It's a shame that, that uh, people are cruel and, and um, just don't see a guy. A guy did something that nobody else can do, and he did yeah. it, and it didn't work out. It, it, it's it's sad when something like that happens because a lot of people get affected, right? Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's happened now twice for the XFL. Yeah. Did WWE ever try to sign you? Why did you never end up in WWE? No, they didn't. They, um, I don't know. I don't remember if it was Tom Pritchard or Bruce Pritchard. I don't know who was in control of things at the time. But uh, I had just broken my neck. I was on medical leave because of the, the, the injury, the concussion. And my daughter was just born and I was semi-paralyzed and dealing with all these things and my marriage was falling apart and I didn't know what to do. I was losing it. And uh, I hated the system. I hated the politics. The polit I was suicidal because of the politics and wrestling. It was just disgustingly brutal mentally. And I, I, wasn't, I couldn't cope because I couldn't focus because of my head injury. And I... I called them and this is what they said to me. You're not charismatic. You don't have any talent and the creative doesn't think they can do anything with you. Hmm. And I was like, I'm glad. Thank you. I said, thank you. And I said, uh, I just signed a, a 10 year deal with all Japan and I would much rather go there. Thank you. And I hung up and that's what happened. Uh, one more question here. I don't, I don't know. How are we going to end this thing? There's so many of them. Is there any something more? Well, I got, I got to run, but I, I, if, one you more run, question. if you run, you're not going to absorb the things on the journey. It's better to walk. My friend, the destiny is always a letdown. Appreciate what you got right in front of you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Two more. We got to go because you got to go change your socks or something. A lot of people asking about the, uh, you know, your music not playing at Triple Mania. What actually happened there? Didn't we already talk about this? Yeah, I, 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 in a different interview, yeah. Okay, um, yeah, uh, that's what I meant. Um, but Well, I was in my position as, I, I was doing 25 jobs at once. And they didn't tell me to that day. So uh, booking the show, doing the things, watching the cameras, producing the show backstage. And they said, well, you got to commentate too. And I said, well, wait a second. I, I'm running the show. And now you want me to commentate? And they said, yeah, can you do it? And I said, I'll try. And they said, well, you got to wear headphones underneath your headphones. And I'm like, 
you guys on have you, have you guys even tried this yet? Yeah. Is this gonna work? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm there at the table. Matt Stryker's going, get in the ring. And I'm going, there's no way I'm getting in the ring. And the show's live. I said, they F this up. They are not making me look stupid. So I am going to call them out in front of the world. Where's the music? You told me you had it cued. You said you, can, you can't hear me. I've got three microphones. I'm on live TV. Play my effing music or I'm not going in the ring. And, and they were sending messages, get him in the ring. And I was like, nope, ain't doing it. I'm not going. Play my music or kiss my ass. And uh, that's basically what happened. That's exactly what happened. I love that. Damn, you're live and you can't be swearing. And I'm like, well, yeah, I just did. I've been hearing you've been hearing That's what happened. I'm so surprised that there's been virtually no swearing in this interview. After how much swearing there was in the first one, I don't know. I don't remember. Your new man. So I'm sorry, but no, I'm not going to cuss anymore. You know why? Because I'm an intelligent guy. I'm educated. My vocabulary in various languages is is very big. I don't need to swear. I don't need to swear. I don't need to. I don't want to. Well, I want to. I want to thank you for this. No, no one more question. You said one more. Hurry up. Uh, one more. Let's see here. There's so many of them. I mean, I kind of asked that other one, but. Uh... Oh, man, there's so many here. Let's see. How about this one here? Uh, a live question. Any Macho Man an stories? Oh, no. And now we're frozen. No, this this can't be happening. We're, we're frozen again. We were about to wrap this up. Huh. Well, I guess we are frozen. Oh, wait. Vamp, you can hear me, Vamp? All right. I guess that's it then. We've been having some technical difficulties for a lot of this interview. So I want to thank everyone for joining us. Big thank you to Vampiro for making this happen. I can't believe it. And the, the feed just dropped off right now as I was saying that. This has been great, guys, and how open and honest Vampiro has been. So, man, I want to I, I want to thank you guys. Thank you for all the great questions. Thank you for being a great audience and being with us through this whole thing. I think we should do some more of these live interviews. This one was great. Uh, I'm actually going to be doing a live Instagram interview right now as a guest. So if you join me on my Instagram at Chris Van Vliet, you can hang out with me and the Massey twins who will be interviewing me in three minutes here. Again, thank you guys for being so awesome. Be well, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Vampiro, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being part of this Q&A, and thanks for bearing with the technical difficulties that we have there. Vampiro's currently living all the way up north in Thunder Bay, Ontario, so maybe the Wi-Fi isn't as good there. I don't know. I I'm from Ontario, too, and, and just to give you a scope of how big Ontario is, my hometown, Pickering, it's like right near Toronto, it takes you 15 hours to drive from Pickering to Thunder Bay. And I did it when I drove from Pickering and I moved to Vancouver. I drove up through Ontario and through Thunder Bay. So a 15-hour drive. That shows you just how far away it is, but also how far north it is. So that maybe can explain a little bit of the, the, the Wi-Fi there. Uh, take a screenshot. Let me know you're listening. Heck, tag me on Instagram. Tag me on Twitter, at Chris Van Vliet. Let everybody know. Tag Vampiro as well. Let everybody know that you're listening to this one. And 
This was a very different Vampiro this time around compared to what we saw in the first interview. And, and again, if you haven't heard that one or watched it, it's available on here. It's, of course, available on YouTube as well. And I just love how much Vampiro has going on right now. You heard the man. A lot of irons in the fire. And you can find out everything on his Facebook page, Vampiro TV. Next week, we're welcoming Kurt Hawkins onto the show. Man, these guests just keep getting better and better and better and better. Not that these guests weren't good before, but we just keep we're keeping this up. So Kurt Hawkins uh, is joining the show. It's going to be such a good one. And with what with what Vampiro was saying in this interview, it reminded me of this quote from Frank Zappa: "A mind is like a parachute. It doesn't work if it isn't open." Mm. Enjoy your weekend. Happy Memorial Day. See you next week with Kurt Hawkins.